Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Here at Total Wine & More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. My friends and I are hanging out this weekend, and I'm on cooler duty. These seltzers and sparkling wines are the coolest. They'll make you the king of the cooler. Oh, that sounds good. Wow, I can fill my cooler without emptying my wallet? Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. With the lowest prices in the DMV. Drink responsibly, B21. Well, hello there, listeners. It's Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you on a beautiful Monday afternoon here in the Florida Keys. And while I'm doing this, I'm, I, this is my second run at it for some reason. Uh, I got, like, traffic outside my house. I'm in a residential neighborhood, usually no traffic around here, but you hear the beeping and all that shit. You hear the, the horn going on a truck there there's a cement truck getting uh, dumping a load of cement at a construction site I told you once about construction going on about five years ago or I guess five six six years ago there was about five houses on this block right now there's 12 houses on this block and it looks to be about they're building another two, and there's going to be—they're going to be building another two. They're in the process of pouring the concrete for one. That's the the horn beeping and the, the motor going in the back. And I don't know what the truck. I mean, if you're driving down the street and there's someone dumping cement, and you want there's a way to turn around and go down another street. There's really no no reason to beep your horn because the cement truck is not going to be moving until it's done. If it's midway to pouring cement, it's not going to stop until it's done. If you're not familiar with construction, this guy had a pickup truck and it looks like if you have a pickup truck, you should have somewhat rudimentary understanding of the necessities of contract, contracting or subcontracting or pouring concrete over the steel rebar. They're pouring the foundation right now, I imagine. So, you know what's what's really interesting? Years ago, when I see some construction site coming up near my house, I'd be like, oh, God damn it, what the fuck? These guys are going to be up in the morning. It's summertime. Daughter doesn't have to be up six, and these guys are going to be up early doing their stuff. And then I realized for a moment, wait, we're in the Keys. Only fishermen get up early. Yeah, I'm telling you, these construction, these guys have a construction, and it's hot as hell. But they don't start work until nine o'clock. And look at it right now. It's I, I'm not exactly sure what the time is. Let me look at the time. It's ten of four, and they're pouring concrete. Ten of four in the afternoon. 
That is fucking late in construction. 10 of 4 in the afternoon. And there's going to have to be someone, you know, doing the finishing for it. And that's at least going to go to what? 5, 530. Yep, that's the keys for you. But I don't really get worked up about it because I'm used to it now. I'm used to it. When I lived uh, about... Ten years ago, I lived on the street, and construction would start. There would be guy, some early bird guy would show up in the morning. I, I used to try to sleep sometimes till eight o'clock, and at seven, I'd hear this guy start throwing lumber around at seven. And you're not supposed to start doing anything till eight o'clock or six o'clock. It was super early. And I used to work until 12, 12 1 o'clock. And, you know, if it's, let's say, 6 o'clock in the morning, I slept five hours. And that's in the days I could sleep, uh, six and a half hours sleep. Uh, I, I wasn't really appreciative of it. So I'd have to get up and walk over there and talk to the guy and say, listen, I understand you want to get started to work early, but you're not supposed to work, start work until 8 o'clock in a residential neighborhood. And uh, that's in the when it's a let's say an expatriate of of a Latin country, they'll pretend that they don't understand English, as I would if I was in Mexico. I would if someone was telling me, yelling me in something in Spanish and I didn't want to hear it. I think I'd probably pretend not to understand Spanish. But I'm dealing with it, and I'm it's all copacetic. And when I started talking about it earlier, when the, I was using this application, once again, I told you, I said on the recording that failed, I said, I'm having difficulty switching over to the pl new platform because this platform, it's not cutting it. It cuts out too many times now. And I'm paying entirely too much money to have that happen. Usually when some product doesn't do well and it's not a product that stands alone. This is a hosted solution. It's an application that is virtual. It's on, it appears over the internet. You get your control. I get a, a soundboard, a virtual soundboard where I do my podcast from. And sometimes it just disappears for some reason. Can you hear these guys yelling? I don't know. I wish I could just take my sand out there and do it. I guess I could do it, but you've heard construction workers before. But if I can quiet, you can hear some of it maybe. Let me hold it over here. Oh, whoa, I'm going to have to get at some neighbors yelling. Holy shit, what's going on? The guy's calling the woman Karen. What's going on? Hold on a moment. I'll be back. Well, I'm back. It's always fun in the hood, you know? Well, so this guy has a concrete truck, and for some reason, this woman in a pickup, well, woman and her, I guess, husband have an issue with the guy who's pouring the concrete. And uh, it was rather heated. It was rather heated. And it wasn't a neighbor. I guess something about the middle of the day. I don't know what that could be about but hmm you know 
I've been known to get into a couple of them like that, but I don't think I was the guy. The concrete guy started calling her Karen. Okay, that's enough, Karen. Blah blah blah. The lady, lady's bitching about something. But you know, the keys. Even though we're tropical paradise and it's beautiful down here and stuff like that, people can still have a tendency to, uh, if not be assholes, behave like assholes. It's not all perfect. You know, people come down here and they think it's going to be paradise. Well, you know, there's a price for paradise. But I move on to better things. Now, I uh, I did mention about the podcast. I talked about the highly guy making a comment calling this highly rated. It depends on where, you know, who's specifying uh, what category you're in and things like that. So, talking about compliments. So, the um, the woman came in and said, are you a sword fighter? I said, okay, I am started talking. And right away, I thought she just meant peeing and, and I don't cross the stream. I don't know what, I, my first idea didn't go back. She was asking me if I was gay. And she goes, but you're married, right? And I go, well, there's plenty of married guys who are in the closet. And she goes, you're not. And I go, well, well, you wouldn't know if I was, but I'm not. She says, well, the guy I was with thought you were cute. And went blah, blah, blah. And I go, well, that's nice. She goes, you think that's nice? I said, why wouldn't I think that's nice? Why wouldn't I think that's nice when someone compliments you, thinks you're you're cute? I used to have a problem with the person if the person wasn't some one I thought it's like a a, a female a woman who I found attractive. I would thought I was cute and I was really flattered. Why wouldn't I take that? be flattered if someone I wasn't attracted to. Right? I think it's a function of getting older. You know, you'll take a compliment wherever it comes from. You know? Oh, that's nice. Thank you. I appreciate it. A couple years back, the wife and I are down on Duval Street in Key West. We're walking there and she's looking over my shoulder and her shoulder. She goes, there's these two um, gentlemen walking arm in arm or hand in hand and they're staring at your ass and I said to her I think I just had turned 50 I said well how do they look she goes they look to be like in their early uh, you know late 20s early 30s and they're attractive and I said oh I'm flattered (laughs) Yeah, it change. I guess it changes as you get older. If I was one of those in, in the twenty, when I was in my twenties, and I was homophobic, because I was afraid, because you're never sure. You're not sure. You think you don't have. I, I didn't have enough. Where you go? I didn't have enough track record. I didn't have a long enough track record with women. Did may may yeah? You know who knows? Maybe if I had the right encounter and stuff like that, I might be a gay guy. Or at least bisexual. And you think in my head, am I just not trying to find men attractive? I know it sounds crazy and stuff like that. I think it's more natural. It's one of the things you dream about. If I have 
if um, if you daydream and think about things, that's usually the thing you like, right? Some things are nightmares. Some things are dreams, happy dreams. And my happy dreams were always with the ladies. I not I don't hold that as a feather in my cap. It's just one of those things. My I believe it's my uh, the way I was born. I was born that way. But as I got older and moved out of that, I would take a compliment from anybody without any like second thought. Not not thinking in my head, oh, does that just because a gay man compliments me doesn't make me gay. And doesn't and because I know plenty of straight women think gay men are attractive. Right? So and there used to be a character on Santa Live, Dana Carvey, I think Dana Carvey played him. Um uh, the effeminate heterosexual. I was not effeminate. Oh, that's Abby. I'm going to pause this for a second. I'll be right back. Got to check in with the wife. Oh, that was the wife. Yes. That's one in the few. A spam caller, I just hang up. But the wife, I'm sorry. I love you listeners, but I have to do that. So I was talking about compliments. I love getting compliments from, as I get older, any source, any port in a storm will do. You know, I'm fighting real hard the uh, signs of aging or the the battle of time. I guess you want to call it the battle of aging. What is it? What is it? Is it a battle? Do you go quietly into that good night? Do you start that slow deterioration, or do you fight? Do something about it. I take uh, testosterone supplements, vitamins, B12 to help my workout, and I'm telling you. It just is insidious, the signs of aging. I look at my uh, profile and right under my chin, if I'm not careful, if I keep on, I got to run because the skin loses its elasticity. I was going to say elasticity. Elasticity. So you start getting a droop under the jaw, right, where the neck comes up. And... Uh, it's just one of those things I was looking for I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder or anything but I'm just saying what the one thing that can is, is the shape of can control is kind of like the fitness level of my body for my age I if I had put in the effort I put now back in my 20s I would just be washboardy I was kind of washboardy, little workout back then, but I would have been super washboardy then and super lean because I run lean. And I was such a horny toad as a young person. I don't know why I didn't do that. I would just, I mean, why would I would use, I would get all liquored up and use that courage to meet women. And I would meet women where I would have done much better if I've, I would have done tons better if I just, uh, worked out a bit more and not hit the uh, bars as heavy. But that was, you know, obviously, uh, I go to AA. So it wasn't just a, I didn't have a loose affiliation with alcohol. I was a professional. Speaking of that, I was at a meeting and we were talking to someone about a non-alcoholic drink and the person said they wanted uh, 
They like the an agave pina colada. And one of the other people at the meeting said, well, you have somebody, you have a professional here that knows how to do all that stuff. And I said, you know what? It's all, you know, I make a lot of them. You know, people don't make a lot at home. When you're making, usually make one. If you can make one for yourself a day, you can. But I may may make like 15 a day of different things. So you get used to the mix level and stuff like that. So I said to him, I said, do you want a pina colada? You like guava? You can do all sorts of things. I said, you want to make it healthy? You could just throw some berries in it and stuff like that. Make a nice smoothie with guava. You don't need to make it a pina colada. I told him I had a problem with mocktails. Right? I don't have a problem with other people drinking mocktails. I just don't order a mocktail. I do like myself a zero-zero Heineken because I... Like coffee, where you get used to the taste, I really enjoy the taste of certain beer, uh, like Heineken. And Heineken has an excellent zero-zero. For some reason, I don't know if it's, if it's because I haven't drank in three years or it's, it's super good. But, I mean, it's got, it's, it's got everything I want right there. And it's not one of my... It's not one of my promos or anything like that. It's not one of the ones I talk about. I like to get, maybe I should get a Zero Zero beer as a thing. Maybe I should get Heineken Zero. Heineken Zero would be an excellent one. Or maybe Stella Zero. And I just drink the shit out of it. But then, if I'm getting free Heineken Zero, I'd have to stop the show all the time to pee because I talked about that. Did I tell you I went to the pool party? I'm going to talk about that a little later. So, we did the compliment things. Uh, I wanted to talk about work. Now, sometimes when you go to work and then spend certain environments, and I'm sure it works its way all the way around, like in firehouses, restaurants, operating rooms, law offices, and all, all different types of environments, people have different relationships with the place they work, Right? People assign real negative feelings about work. And especially since COVID, there's a lot of people that just don't want to return to work. If they don't want to return to work, you know, there could be a legit, if they legitimately are concerned about commuting and all those things and are not comfortable being in the office, have social anxiety, I understand that. But some people just don't like, like the place they work and they don't like the people they work with. And that is a doubly sad, sad thing. You've heard the old axiom, love your work, you'll never work a day in your life. Or love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Well, like your job, it won't be a prison. Okay? That's what I'm thinking. So, this is where I go with the thing. Sometimes I have a problem going to work because I enjoy being off too. But I don't, I must really like going to work because yesterday, Sunday, one of the owners had a birthday party. It was her birthday party. Her, her boyfriend and her, um, one of my fellow co-workers and they, they organized a party and they had it of this, um, one of our good friends who happens to be a patron and friend of the uh, birthday girl. She, uh, 
they had a she has a beautiful infinity pool it's on the bay here in Key Largo I went there and my intention was to go there for an hour hour and a half the wife wasn't feeling so high but I had called her and she stayed so I'm hanging out she had a pool there uh, I didn't go in the pool it's not that I didn't want to go in the pool with the people it's because I have this recent thing over the last year whenever I get into a pool with Chlorine, anything with chlorine, maybe. I don't know if it's chlorine or the particular bathing suit I'm wearing. If I'm sitting in the bathing suit wet, I, I guess there's no way to medically gloss over the terminology, but my ass itches like crazy. Like crazy. I imagine the shingles are like that, but it's, it feels as if, and when I say ass, I'm not talking about my tropical starfish as in the last episode I'm talking about my cheeks I'm sitting around my ass just goes crazy and I have to go and change and shower and go put on dry clothes I don't know it could be the material in the, in the, and matter of fact thinking about it is making me kind of conscious of it so that's the reason why I didn't get in a pool and one, one reason but I do notice something about a pool when you go to a pool party with adults and stuff like that, people always relegate pools that have a bunch of kids in it to saying, well, you know, those kids are peeing in the pool. Those little kids are peeing in the pool. That's what little kids do. Well, let me explain something to you. I go to a party and there's a shitload of beer. And people are drinking beer, 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 beer. And there isn't like a constant influx of people going to the bathroom. I'm imagining that there's a different receptacle for the urine. And I think it's the pool. Now, I'm not accusing those people. Now, I can get in trouble for that, that I'm saying these people were staying in the pool, but there were some people in the pool for an entirely long time. And the one guy I thought that might be doing it actually got up and used the bathroom. And I had drank two bottles of water, and I was sitting on the porch. I didn't bring my bathing suit because I worried about... You know, I hate, for some reason, I don't know. I don't want to be one of those guys where I don't want to get my bathing suit. And plus, I work out. I mean, I was going to say, this is going to sound really cocky. This is going to sound really cocky. I'm sorry. But I got a killer body for a 60-year-old. I don't feel like standing around in a bathing suit. You know that? I'm not ashamed of my body. But, yeah. That, that, so that legitimizes my, you can see how real they having an itchy ass is for me. So uh, let me get back to the point. Uh, I was talking about work and how people like work. Now, it's my day off. And I I, I knew I wanted to show up because I'm close with my fellow workers. And, the, and we're friends, actually. The owners are very personable. And we're close. There's a clear delineation of power. We know they're the owner and stuff like that, but we're also friends. So... Um, I actually look forward to going. And there was a lot of, a lot of times I used to think, uh, well, not a lot of times, most, play, most times I really enjoyed going to social events with my coworkers. I can't ever remember having worked at a place where I didn't really want to hang out with the people I worked with. Hmm. And I stayed for a significant amount of time. I was thinking I was going to be there an hour and a half because I had some things, other things I wanted to do. And I'm just enjoying. There was people, not only the people I worked with, there were regulars who was also friends with the owner. There were regulars that come in on a regular basis. And I enjoy their company too. 
rather relaxed. And I, I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed their company. It's just, it just seems like whenever you're in a different setting, when you're going to work, after work, you can really unwind. During work, well, I kind of, we kind of do that when we're working too. You know, when we're busy, we go into automated mode, automotive mode, auto, auto, automation mode, automation mode. You know, just taking care of the task at hand. And then we have a moment, we start sharing things and stuff like that. That's just like any place in the world. And, but there's something to be said about a different setting. When you go to a different setting and there's no work, there's no answering anybody's questions. The regulars, we're so close to the regulars. They don't, they weren't, there were people that knew us so well, they knew not to ask questions about work. Yes, because I've been to parties with people that are business uh, associates or people that are patrons at different jobs I've been at. They're patrons. And if they run out of things to say in the social setting, they're going to ask you something about work. And, you know, if you like, if you don't, I guess that goes back to if you like your job or you hate your job. Because if you hate your job, you say, I don't want to talk about it. If you like your job, you're like, I don't want to. No, it's fine. No problem. That's no big deal. Uh, What's the question? Yeah. It's not the first thing you want to do. Getting back to the pool thing. I recall one of the, I used to really enjoy going to water parks. Right? And I told you a story about the guy uh, yesterday who kissed, licked the cow's asshole. The lady got sick. Uh, she puked into a wave pool. Not at the same, in the same story, in another story. Well, it made me think. I said, boy, I don't go and seek. I used to love, I used to love water parks. or Like water slides. I used to like the lazy rivers they had. And things like that. And the one thing you really don't do in a water park, you don't really go swimming in a water park. You just go floating. Right? Because you know in your head, you really know in your head, that about 10% of the liquid you're floating in is, is urine. Right? Maybe 10% is a bit high, but it's pretty significant, the amount of urine. And they... You know, they filter out, they put, uh, I mean, I guess with the, the crazy filter sizes they have, the amount of chlorine you in, it's virtually altered. But I, I kind of knew that. My, I guess subliminally, my brain figured it out. Because whenever I go to one of these big water parks, let's say down in the Jersey Shore in Wildwood, you'd have thousands, literally thousands of people in that water park thousands. Well, let's say 800 people. I'm just going to arbitrary pull number and say 800 people. And they have two main bathrooms. Right? And for some reason, when you have 800 people and you got like five urinals and four stalls for guys and you never see more than another person in the bathroom when there's 800 people there. 
you think, hmm, is there another bathroom here? And the answer is yes. You were swimming in it. <laughs> you, you always, you, you know, every so often, if you go to a pool, there's frequent with kids, and you, you growing up, you know, they'd always have to shut down a pool that, in order to shock it. Because some kid would go in there and shit their pants. Or an adult. You know? Just a bad deal. I'm not trying to tell you, I'm telling you a story. And I'm probably, I hope I don't ruin the summer for you. But you know what? You really should know. You really should know. I mean, if you're in the, if you're swimming in the ocean, you're swimming in urine too. It's greatly diluted. You know, there's a lot of decent, there's a decent amount of sewage if you're in high population centers. Because that's where the runoff goes in there. That's where the runoff of, you know, all the water from when it rains or sewage. They put in, they used to have the sewer pipes that go, they put it like a, run it out into the ocean. A bit, a bit of the ways thinking, well, we'll put it far enough away, it won't make its way back. Nope, that's not true. It does make its way back. They used to get red tide and all that stuff, and they say fecal bacteria is all back. You know, you just, you know, that's just the way it is nowadays. There's a lot of people. We are an invasive species. And lastly, I like to probably tie it up today with I have not felt sharp in the last six months I have not felt sharp I'll start a show I have a hard time remembering things I write things down I've over the last seven years I was trying to boost my I I don't know if it's the way I eat or whatever right around noon or one o'clock or two o'clock I just crash. The brain crashes. And I get something. People say, oh, it's low blood sugar. It's this, that, the food you eat. Yeah, yeah, whatever it is. But I'm just trying to, like, optimize. I try drinking coffee. Coffee doesn't wake me up. It makes me more hyperactic and and nervous. I just bought online this, uh, I think it's called brain booster yeah brain booster I'm just looking for clarity and focus clarity and focus so when I start with an idea I can end with the same thing along the same line you know doing that thing where I'm fighting father time I imagine with well anytime you hear someone's having cognitive decline they're not aware of the cognitive decline so what the fuck is this all about then? Is it the COVID cloud brain thing theory that COVID kind of fucked people up? I don't know. I don't feel as sharp as I did several years ago. I don't. I just don't feel it. At one point, uh, when I was, I think seven years ago, I was getting mail order medication it was called mode alert um, modafinil and it was a 
it's, it wasn't a speed. It was a brain. It's a, it was alertness drug. Modafinil. But it is it is one of the ones that uh, it's it's a schedule. It's scheduled. I don't know why. I think maybe because it could keep you up too much or interfere with your sleep and could cause health problems for you. But you can order it. You can always order that stuff. And it was like, God, like 50, 60 bucks. You get it from like India. It would take two weeks. Two weeks to get a little package of that stuff. And you take it and... I mean, it did. It did kind of work, I guess. But you know, being alert and focused and, and things like that—that's a—that's an indefinable quality. Like it's hard to point to that. You could be alert. You could be over alert. You could be overly sensitive to stuff like that. So I was looking for a fine-tuning one. I just, I'm just looking for some kind of vitamins or something like that uh, to help me. And I figure if I'm awake more and focused during the day and nighttime, perhaps I sleep a little better. Because that's what almost everyone wants when they get older. Just a bit of sleep. Like a good seven, eight hours sleep. I think last night I may have got, may have got that. I may not. Uh, as a, a younger person, you're like oh, five hours. I'm fine. But you really, it, it really is crazy. And I talked to you, these things. Just seem to be, they're cumulative. Age is a cumulative thing. When I work my, I work out hard my joints are still hurting. And when I'm working out, I don't know if it's arthritis or a muscle ache or something, and just working through the pain. I don't take any... I'm not saying I'm a tough guy. I just don't take any... I don't take any pain reliever. You know, like a leave? When I work... I mean, I don't... I think the pain is supposed to be there for me because if I... If something hurts... Maybe I shouldn't be doing that thing. <laughs> Does that sound too rational for you? If something hurts, maybe I shouldn't doing be doing the thing that hurts it. You see it at the gym sometimes. You see people with bad knees and you see them working out doing a knee exercise. And I go, what are you doing? And you go, we're doing this. And I said, oh, what's, uh, you know, what do you got going on? So I got, I don't have a lot of cartilage. So you think it'd be smart doing some weight bearing exercise with no cartilage? And people say, well, I like, I like to stay in shape. <laughs> I said, okay. I'm, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. I don't necessarily agree with it. Because I do, my exercises do alleviate the signs of aging. And that's me, keeping me strong, being able to stand, not being tired. But if my back consistently got injured, I would have to start rethinking my back routine. I do a lot of that. I do a lot of stomach and back exercise because I know older people seem to have it. But now it seems like I'm starting to do leg exercises. I do running and I do my spin. 
and I was on a, a stable 216 pounds. Now I'm back to 225. But I didn't put any of my waist in getting bigger or any other part, so I'm thinking my legs. Legs got bigger. But you got to have legs if you're going to stand. Unless, well, not necessarily. You might, you might have, yes, you could probably, you can have, um, what, what would you call that? Um, oh, my God. See? Cognitive decline. Cognitive decline. But artificial legs. Um, so, I just want to be able to do my job. And do it without a lot of pain. When I come home, I'm not sore. Sometimes I am stiff, though. But I don't want to be low enough. It's funny. I never had a problem with drinking plenty of alcohol. And if someone had a pill or something like that, like I would say, oh, give me that. What's that, speed? Yes. I've done that. But nowadays, it's just... Trying to natural, I guess maybe I should be eating them. The wife, luckily I have the wife and the daughter that I don't eat as much red meat. And with the wife, she makes me eat some vegetables. But if I didn't have to eat vegetables, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch them. Like a five-year-old. Never liked carrots. I mean, now I can eat carrots. But I, I didn't eat broccoli. I didn't eat cauliflower. I didn't eat the Brussels sprouts. Now I... Now I do that stuff, asparagus. Hmm. I was green beans, corn, and peas. That was my three. And maybe a little lettuce. French dressing. No tomatoes, of course. So, on the, the, the battle, you're, you're always going to lose the battle for aging. Until they figure something else out some miracle drug comes out that when we start seeing a couple billionaires walking around and say, hey, isn't that guy 80 years old? He looks to be about 30. Uh, must be that secret medication. We do live near an enclave down here in the Keys, an enclave of wealthy people, and every so often I'd see someone about 70 and they have really good muscle tone and stuff like that. But they... They eventually fail, too. You can't do that HGH, human growth hormone, too long before, you know, they don't get the bones right. They don't get the, you know, you, you're getting musculature, but your your frame is failing. And the skin and all that stuff. Just that, it's like a car rusting from the inside. You can get a great motor on You put a great motor on it, and the motor starts failing. So that's what the human body's like. I'm working out the motor. Trying to maintain the body. Keeping it from rusting out. But there's only a certain amount of new parts you can replace. You can replace the knees. You can replace the shoulders. But... Uh, you know, there's just, things just wear out. And that's, that. we'll see. We If I keep on doing this show for another five years and I'm be 63, let's see how I hold up. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening. We're almost 38 minutes into the show. Um, 
I even kind of forgot what I was talking about because they did about 10 minutes before without realizing that the show wasn't recording. It had stopped. But I'm not fretting over that. I'd like to thank you for listening. I will be back probably Thursday. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Bye.